0: You gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, so respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, respect it, respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat. What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. We back on episode 58. The what episode? The Von Miller episode. Wow, what a real dude. Von Miller, number 58 for the Denver Denver Broncos. Um, Great player. Got to name the episode after him. That's not a Raven and it's not a Cowboy. So Franklin Boy's happy today. Also,
1: the Caleb McGray episode. Caleb McRae. Offensive tackle for the Falcons. <laughs> Definitely. Caleb. We'll give it to you. Caleb McRae. McCray. <laughs> Shout out to you, dog. Um, you made it to
0: the Respect the Chat podcast. Got it named after you. Um, this episode is going to be filled with some basketball. Not so much football. Um, we're going to talk the boxing matches. Talk a little maybe UFC, right? There's a couple. Uf- there was a UFC yeah. fight yesterday. Gus retired. Um, yeah. We'll get to that, though, because I got my thoughts on that as well. Um, but let's start off with, uh, tonight. Oh, also tonight is the game two of the NBA finals. Warriors versus the Raptors. The war uh, the Raptors have a one zero lead. They won the first game. Let's talk about that. Let's start there. Game one, what you thought was going to happen or.
2: I thought that was going to happen. I just think, uh, in Toronto, the hype they have going on there is this huge. And right from the beginning, you saw Steph and clay. They couldn't really get their shot going. So you knew it was going to be a long game for them. I don't them. know about Steph. Uh, he, Steph he, killed it. He did, but he Not was a little in the slow in it. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a little Very, slow in the beginning. They both had tough first halves. But that's halves. What, what first, like, first halves. Sorry. What's dangerous with them though is even if the first half they look like that, the second half they could come out and drop thirty like Steph did in yep. Game Six or whatever that I was think against the Rockets. Steph had like ten points in the first quarter, though. I think because
1: had, at some point. They were like, they were up, it was like 15 to 18, and 10 of those points were steps.
0: Well, I think he had 13 in the first half, um, which is fine, but not really what. They weren't shots where, like, he was in a rhythm and he was getting the shots he wanted and they felt good about him. Like they were like tough shots. Yeah. They were, Toronto was contesting everything. It was and noticeable. Yeah. And all thing. those points was were scored on, uh, not all of them, but a majority of them were scored on Kyle Lowry. He couldn't stop him at all. They put my man Fred Van Vliet in. Ooh. Van, he did good. Van, Van Vliet. Vliet. Van Vliet. The VV. They put him in, shut him down. He did. Put a good defense on Steph Curry. So, Okay, you're saying you weren't expecting it. You said, what would you say, Frank? Did you answer that question?
1: Game one, expected, unexpected? I mean, I thought the Warriors would win. Okay. I'm not, like, super shocked or anything. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Warriors lose when they try to play the other team's game. Agreed. And that's what I felt like they were doing. They weren't going out and pushing their type of basketball. Mm -hmm. Instead, they were trying to defend what the Raptors are doing, mm-hmm. and that's when I think they get into trouble. Yeah, I mean, you could,
0: you could argue the fact that any team, right, when they play the other team's mm-hmm. game, you're going to get in trouble. It's it's not going to work out for you, especially now you're playing ho- at home, a hyped-up crowd like Rich said in Toronto. Drake is losing his mind. Did you <laughs> see the jersey Drake had on for yeah. game one? the Del Curry. Yeah, the Del Curry you jersey. You know that he, they bought that, that off of
1: some guy in New York, and that person <laughs> killed that mother. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs>
2: Episode okay. 58, we still got a guest, yeah. Benny in the background yes, yes, bargain. Yes, yes. They
1: found that guy somehow on Instagram or something, the Del Curry jersey. Because oh, okay. they're not just out there. No. And that guy had to drive 10 hours to Toronto to deliver that jersey. So <laughs> I just
0: can't look at you <laughs> while he does it. I can block it out, but I know it's bothering you. Do, do we hear
1: it on the episode? No, which okay. is worse. Right, because we i about it. I'm Completely out of my element. Blood <laughs> red mad. <laughs> Want to kill this mother effing dog. And you had like a really good point days. coming here. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah. They had to find the guy on on what? Then
1: they found a guy. Right. He drives. A, a guy in America yeah. that had the jersey. He had to drive. The guy had to drive 10 hours to Toronto to deliver the jersey in time for the game. How much did he get paid for that jersey? I'm sure he got compensated right? very well. Definitely. It was a signed jersey. It was
0: cool. Really cool. And I, I'm not really... I think Drake's antics are okay.
1: I think he's just being a fan. Spike Lee did it for years. Here's the thing, though. He's, years. like, bad-mouthing Steph and everything. He has Steph's number and name tattooed on his arm. Is, okay, wait. Let's talk Him about that Durant, for and Durant covered it up.
0: We're going to go back over to the And then you, yeah, you covered
1: the it up. At least, like, yeah. be okay with it. So is that really what that is? Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what it says. It's 30 with the curry under it and 35 with Durant under Why? it. Why? Why? I don't know. It's it's Drake. (laughs) If you're a Super Warriors fan and you're a regular person, maybe okay. Well, it makes slightly more sense. But Drake and them are kind of like peers, almost. You know, that's like me getting your baseball number tattooed on me. I think that'd be way better. Only
0: because we're related to each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't even know if they're friends. (laughs) That would be like you getting somebody you never met's number on, tattooed on you. And name.
1: Like a random But person. someone that you see a lot. Right, right. That who, like who you interact with.
0: Who has status like you do, yes, in society, in the mainstream media. It's like yes. someone at work yes. that you're like colleagues with. Right. Almost. What number were you in college, dog? Let me tattoo it on myself. I'm going to get it. Anyway, so that's Drake. I got no problem with him. The tattoos are insane. The jersey was cool. I don't got any problem with what he does. I know the the NBA kind of reached out to Toronto and was like, yo, you got to calm your boy down a little bit. But he's not doing anything. That Spike Lee did that for years. Spike Lee used to tell everyone you were choking. Reggie Miller used to do a back to him. That's what's missing is the players aren't looking back at him like, yo, dog, I'm scorching you right now. Now, Toronto's been playing well. So he's on a good run right now, Drake. But, then he needs to be, but like as soon Curry, as they slow he down, he bury sits it.
1: down and acts like a normal fan. Yeah.
0: So that's what you got to do. When you start burying the shots on him, you got to start letting him know what's up. That's what I would do. How about oh, what Barkley
1: yeah. said? Oh,
0: awesome. <laughs> awesome. Charles Barkley, for y'all out there that didn't didn't hear, they asked Barkley about Drake's antics. He says, I got no problem with it. But what I would do is I would tell my point guard to make a pass towards the sideline where he is. And I'm not going to catch it, but I'm going to run him <laughs> completely over. I'm going to completely take him out. And I love that. It's awesome. Or get back at him. Hit a couple shots, big shots, Splash Brothers. Stare him down. Yeah, Stare him down. So Steph Curry had 34 in game one. The big the big news is Pascal Siakam scoring 32 for Toronto. Held Toronto down. So Toronto's D looked really well. They made them play their game, and this guy scores 32.
1: It's a bad matchup for the Warriors only because they can't put their, their – best defender on him because uh-huh. it needs to be on Kawhi right and they usually don't have two people in the rotation that could play deal defense with like that. Yep. Siakam and Kawhi I think if Iguodala's healthier then maybe him and green could do something there right but Iguodala's dealing with a lot of injury problems right he, now so yeah,
2: he got hurt at the end of the fourth in that game and he
1: was already hurt yeah, you know they need him. I was
0: saying as I'm watching the game first, right off the bat, I think it's a great matchup. This is a very gonna be very entertaining. The game was very entertaining, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Not until the very end, and then Toronto kind of made the push and ended it. But it was back and forth for a while, and just the energy in there, but the matchups, man, Lowry and versus Curry, and from then on straight down is just awesome. How are they gonna stop? Siakam now. I was going into it like, how are they going to stop um, Draymond Green? He, he literally gets the ball every time and he leads the fast break. Every single time he gets the rebound. How do they stop him? How do they s- match up with Clay? And then I was like, yo, how, did it, how does the Warriors match up with Gasol? How does the Warriors match up with Baca? Like, I don't. Ha- that, that's, the, that's the next thing that that, I'm looking that's
1: at. That's my thing, right? I don't think that they should mm-hmm. match up with them. Because that means putting people on the floor. That they play
0: into their favor. Right.
1: Yeah. That are not good for their offensive scheme. Yes. And I think that it's better for them if maybe they struggle a little bit more on defense, but they have those offensive yeah. superpowers. Is that what there. you were talking about before?
0: They're playing their game as in they're matching up with them you don't need to match up. Right. Let them figure out what you're doing. Yeah. Or don't, but just play your game.
1: But hit... 83s. Right. And it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly.
0: No, totally, totally agreed.
1: And I think Kerr will figure that out. I, I do. Too. I think he's more of a coach than people give him credit for. And mm-hmm. this loss, having some film on what what it's going to look like for the rest of the series, I think yeah. they'll come out better in game two because of it.
0: OK, who wins game two? Game two is tonight. Who wins game two? We're going to watch it together. Me and yeah. you. All right. Yeah. Rich, I mean, we wouldn't invite you, bro, but you're going to be in your 15th dream by then.
1: <laughs> who wins game two? I'm going to say the
2: Warriors, but Rays okay. are close. Okay. I'm going Toronto. Toronto wins game two? And then I think I'm, – I'm just going to say right now. I think Toronto wins the first two. Yeah. Durant comes back game three. Warriors take the next four, and Durant wins the MVP.
1: That would be nice because that's $150 in my pocket. You know that Durant right now yes. is a plus 1,000 underdog to underdog. win the MVP? Yeah. And I told Frankie I wanted to take the bet – I just wanted to put five dollars
0: on Toronto sweeping, and I would have won. How much? Close to a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> no brainer. No brainer. Right? But I know I don't. I didn't do it. But I, you know, I gotta start thinking about that. Just do silly. Just do ones that I kind of have a little. Yeah. Itch for that one is just. Let me an, tell you something. Right if it now. happens, is insane. Those silly things, those work out.
1: They they usually drain your bank account oh. faster than you would <laughs> yeah. imagine.
0: They're silly for a reason. Yeah. And they're gonna grab you. What you got there, Rich? You got something on Draymond?
2: Yeah, just you guys were talking about it, and Go I ahead. saw this stat earlier in the week. Uh with his triple double that he got Monday night on mm-hmm. the, or not uh the first game. Yeah. Was his fifth triple double this postseason. Wow. Which puts him in with this with uh Wilt Chamberlain. He mm-hmm. has seven, which is the most yeah. in a single postseason. Magic Johnson had six in a season mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch tied with five. You got Draymond, uh Oscar Robertson, and then Magic Johnson again. But mm-hmm. He's killing it in the postseason. He's good. Yeah. I was going to say, before
0: really this postseason and really, you know, midway in, from the season, I said to myself, I always thought Draymond Green fit really well into the system, and I still think that. I still think he is, you know, a part, you know, uh, t- team. Like, this team makes him better, makes him look better and everything like that. He fits good in here. But the more I see him, like, with Kevin Durant out, and now he can kind of play his game. He man, he's really good. Draymond is really good. And we, I can, I really, I, I, I go back to when, uh, well, I don't remember what podcast that was that you said that he it, facilitates the offense. He facilitates the offense. And I was just like, nah, I don't see it. And now I'm like, he if you don't, if you don't offense, see it, you're you're a damn fool. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He he now. I think it changed when Durant went little out. A little bit
1: easier to f- facilitate that offense rather than any other offense in the NBA and I will give oh, yeah. you that. Oh yeah. But that his that is his job. Yeah.
0: And really, I think the big change in him when he when he, he said he had his son and then he started like seeing the way his son was
1: acting. He was and, flopping when yeah. he was like shooting regular baskets yeah, and he, he was like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, that's what you guys do." Yeah. He was like, "Oh, <laughs> maybe up. I should train something. Yeah.
0: That was big. That was a big changeup, and it really did a lot for him because he went from a clown. He was a straight clown. Flopping everywhere, yapping, never made a mistake, yelling at, He you know, just like he never did anything wrong but wanted every single call and just was yapping and doing silliness. Total 360. Who is, though, the best player in this series? Who do you think is the best player? We only at of, of any team, but d- d- just what just what you, off you of say this yourself. whole postseason? Like, yeah, or no, no, just this the finals, the so, NBA finals. So what we have seen in game one? Yeah, who? who yeah, but who? Who and, who? and who? Yes, you got to only go on game one. But who do you think? Like, yo, this is the best player in the series. The, the, if this guy has a great game every game, his team
2: has a really good chance of winning.
0: Who's the best player?
2: I'm gonna go with what's his name? Say so, uh, the guy that had a big game game one. Siakam. I just think we they can't what stop the him. Yeah. Th- no, I. I did well. He that, from what the, the only question base, he asked. Yeah. Well, you flip my question all over the place, bro. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you, I, didn't. I
1: said who, who the had the best game <laughs> in number <laughs> one. He's asking who is the best player in the series. Who's the best player in the series? Oh, you. Mother- they definitely <laughs> heard that one, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the dog's barking again. I'm going with him. <laughs> <laughs> that bark is crazy. You go. See, I come. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Who's the best player in the series? I think it's Curry, and that's whether Durant.
1: Comes back or not? Really? Yeah. I think it's
0: Kawhi Leonard.
1: Like, ridic- I, I like, see your argument, but if Steph scores the way he can, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what Toronto does. The Warriors win those games. Okay. And that's really what I'm looking if, at. If Steph yeah. takes over, yeah, it doesn't matter. What, right. What, if it Ka- doesn't matter what Kawhi and Toronto does, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. The Warriors are winning those games. See, that's the thing. I'm. I, I look
0: after game one, and then what he's been doing. In the previous games, I say if if let me finish, my – but
2: back. now you're going off of what gone <laughs> on in the whole on, postseason. Yeah, you got you locked. told in, bro, me you got locked into game one in the no, question. No, this is the game you said in the finals. Because you and I think at, the, I did he think, not
1: just beat it? Like try to get me to change my question? No, yes. See? I think that if there's no way Siakam is the best player in the series,
0: best player on the floor. When you when you look at that game, you're like man, Curry, Clay, Draymond. Kawhi. Plus if all the Lowry, attention wasn't
1: on Kawhi, Siakam wouldn't have that wouldn't have had that game. Kawhi had more of an impact during than Siakam during that game even mm-hmm. if he didn't put up the numbers. He shot well. He shot very well. Yes. Siakam and he hasn't been doing that. But he got better looks because Kawhi's on the floor. Yeah,
0: Kawhi opens up anything for anyone.
2: But if he plays like, like plays like that every single game throughout this series, mm-hmm. The Warriors aren't going to be able to stop him, so, and that's why so, I think so he'll be the best think, player in the series. That
1: Toronto will be better if Kawhi gets hurt and Siakam's healthy, rather than no. if Siakam gets hurt and Kawhi's healthy. Why are we twisting
2: this question? Why are I'm we not twisting, twisting it this. On you know, me. I'm saying who's
1: the best player on the floor? He's not even the best player on his team. So game two
0: did, did like that? Does that change for you? Game so you're only basing that off of game one? That'd be too obvious of a. Qu- but even Curry had more points than him. So if you're going on points. He still had a better and, – and, and Clay had 21, so – I'll go
2: Draymond. Oh. Okay, all right. Triple-double.
0: Yeah, all right. I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. Best player in the playoffs this whole year. Who was the best player? Kawhi. Right? Or yes. Kevin
2: Durant, but Durant's an injury.
0: Okay, so let me take you no, now – You have to give it to Kawhi. You got to give it to Kawhi. I, um, Doc Rivers earlier in the week, let me find the exact thing, but he's on ESPN with Stephen – Is Steven. that what he
1: got fined for?
0: Wait. So what, that's why I brought it up and how quickly we just blew right over it and how it didn't get blown over this way. Um, okay, so he's on, he's on the Stephen A. Smith show, and, uh, or whatever, special, NBA Finals before special. It's him, a couple other people, Doc Rivers, Stephen A., I think another coach, I'm not really just a couple dudes. And they ask Doc Rivers, is Kawhi Leonard the best player in the NBA? Along those lines, or what do you think of his game? And he's like, I think he's a great player. I think he's as close to Michael Jordan as we've ever seen. Like, big hands, athletic, play defense, play offense. He could do things with his body that other people can't do. His three-point shot is getting better and better. Basically what he said. That's it. Gave his opinion. He got fined $50,000 for saying that. $50,000.
2: But why? Because I was trying to say that that stat that or what, what. – River said was kind of like trying to recruit him it's to the Clippers. They called this yeah. tampering.
0: So Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, says, and it's a balance. Go oh, wait, take a dump. That's what. That's exactly what I wanted to say about it. Dang, I, I, what did I do with the first one? Adam Silver just said it's a, it's a, you know, he's tampering. I understand that he was asked a question, but unfortunately, he crossed a bright line, whatever that means. So they fine him. They he didn't even Doc say Rivers. like I would wish to have him on my team. No, didn't say that. Didn't say that at all. But the way he praised him and I, I, like, what are you did. supposed to do with that question? So what? You can't like, an- you can't answer a question when someone. So this is what Stephen A. Smith says. He, he got- Smith said he-, he took some blame for it, Stephen A. Cause he said because I had him on my show and I asked the question. He said the and the NBA and everyone else knew weeks in advance. That he was going to be on the show weeks in advance. If they were, if they were anticipating something where there was something we're not allowed to talk about, they should have reached out to us and let us know. But all he did, all they did, was ask him what type of what does he think about Kawhi Leonard.
1: You can't he, answer that question. Like he's not allowed to answer that question. This is my problem with it because. It's it's only good for the NBA when stuff like that happens because when these guys when these coaches and players go on ESPN and you get to know them personally and you get to you get to like have some kind of relationship with them like even what magic did even though it wasn't good what came out of that you kind of got a little insight into the Lakers that brings more fans into the games because mm-hmm. now you're invested in the NBA. Yeah. So I what do you want you now these guys can't do interviews? That only hurts the
2: NBA. I know, I know. You think if it was if it was any other coach that isn't in the talks and where Kawhi Leonard might go after this season, they would have got fined. I think that has a thing to do with it. Okay, so when you know he's going on the show, why don't, don't you tell him that?
0: Right, then that's what Stephen A. Smith said, and I and I agree with that. I agree. I think that's where the NBA was going, but they're going in with a preconceived notion. That's not you can't assume that that's what they're that that's what he's doing by saying that he's. Answering an honest question, he's not answering in a way like I would love. To. He didn't say I would love to have him. I'd love him if he was a Clipper. He'd be great for us. He'd fit into our team really well.
1: Right. He didn't all say all that I could that. understand. Yeah. But every single NBA coach thinks of Kawhi Leonard that way.
0: Yeah. So every what's the person difference? does. Right. Every person just when he said that, I was like, "Brrr." that's exactly what I agree with because I've been saying that I've been saying that this guy and I text Ant the other day shout out to Ant to everything man I said to him the other day hey isn't Kawhi the closest thing to Mike and Kobe and he was like yeah I could see that he's just a little more robotic and I understand what he means he doesn't have it he doesn't have the swag yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: the fluidity that Mike and Kobe or the hops and that's what that's what we were talking about watching he he can't he don't take off. He can't jump. No, <laughs> he can't he, jump. He did in that last game really quick, but like, it was like he's more like long said, yeah, than high. Yeah. Though
0: Kyle Lowry threw him a block, yeah, and he, he was boxed able to. The guy he, was out. Able, he was running full speed down the yeah. floor. That's gonna and happen. And he maybe got foot and a half yeah. off. The <laughs> Mike and Kobe only need a little space to jump yeah. off the floor and dunk. So all he's saying is what everybody else is saying. And like you said, you cannot find somebody for that. You can't because you want the fans to know what these coaches are about. Let them live. Let them live. Um, Okay, so that's the NBA Finals. We can go through that. We all picked – oh, I didn't pick who I thought was going to win game two. I think it's going to – oh, my gosh. I really want to go with the Warriors. I really do. But I think Toronto has that energy again. I'm going to go – I'm going to go the Warriors. Wow. Well, that was a roundabout way to say that. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know why. I just think the Warriors have a little bit of a fire
2: up there. I think this going into <laughs> and they're this, they're gonna get going. Going into this finals, yeah. Did you think the Raptors would match up like they like what, well, what, what, I said. what I remember, you saw in Game One? Like, did you? I remember going into this like we were like, oh, the Warriors are playing the Raptors. A lot of people are like, this is gonna be a sweep. You know, like the Warriors are gonna run through these guys. But then like, when you're actually watching Game One. And seeing like how they actually match up well against the Warriors, they play good defense. They could kind of get the Warriors to play out of their game a little bit. So like, I I, I don't I'm I'm not I, I did say that I think the Warriors will win the next four after winning tonight, mm. the Raptors, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Raptors somehow pulled it off. Well, you know what I mean. When the other day when we had the the Fab Four
0: chat, me, you, Pat, and Frankie, um, we. Asked that question in there, and I said to you, remember I said? I said, Toronto has a chance. And Pat said, you really think that? I said, yeah, I think they got a slight chance. If their bench plays well, I think they could win games. Mm -hmm. Do I think they're going to win the series? No. Just, I don't know. The Warriors have just that little more. You know what I'm saying? Just that little more. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's something. And they win the games when push comes to shove. And that's why I think they're going to win tonight. I really think they're going to take a good step forward, win tonight, go back to Golden State, and it's, it's in their favor. And whatever happens there is going to obviously, then I'm you know determined a little bit better about what I think about the series. But Toronto is good, man. They're I, good. I feel That's like what I've been saying. That's why I had them beating easily the teams ahead of them because I knew the caliber that they could play. Like I don't know if there's really any other team that be able, that will be able to, to beat, to match up with the Warriors the way they do bench wise, lengthwise, athleticism, shooting wise, guys who could rebound. Like they got good they got two good big men, Toronto, that play like guards, you know, Gasol and Baca.
1: Like you it's hard to match up with those guys like that. Real hard. I think the one criticism about the Warriors, right, is they don't play up to their potential when they don't feel threatened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think a loss in game one could spark it like, oh, this is a real series. Right. Okay, now let's go out and play. Exactly. You know, they might have came out in the first game being like, we're going to run through these guys. And when that happens, they've been known in the past to not play up to their potential. So now if they're looking at this like, oh, crap, we got a real team here. Let's go. Let's go.
0: uh, Two more questions, and then I'll move on to the next question I have. But I did want to spend most of the time on this because this is the most relevant thing in sports right now. Um. Cousins coming in and playing that game. Do you think that affected them at all? Not really. The, the, the warrior Do you know
2: how many,
1: how many minutes he actually played?
2: I could look. So I don't think it was many, and I, and I don't think it affected them mm-hmm. at First all. First
1: player to play for Cal Perry's uh, Kentucky team to play in the finals. Really? Yeah. How about that?
0: That's a pretty wild stat, man. That's a pretty wild stat. Really? All the
1: crazy players yeah. that came out of that school. Well, if you
0: think about it, the guys who did— had a lot of good success, but just they were mostly first round picks, yeah, and they, they went to bad they, teams. They went one through five. Yeah, and those teams are still trying. To, Anthony Davis, yeah. you know, Derrick Rose was a good one, and he was had that push when the Bulls were really good a bunch of years ago, and he was winning the MVP, but never got there. John Wall, you know, Eric Bledsoe was part of those guys too. I'm trying to think of anybody else that was there that was Kid Gilchrist. Yeah, was... there was like that whole Tyreek Evans, all those guys. That he he had a lot of. Heavy duty players come out of there, and nah uh, that's it's the first wild. one boogie cousins that's um crazy I, I I don't know if it messed up their game like as a team like that that uh camaraderie I don't know if it did that, but I just don't think he's fully healthy I think he's out of shape, and I think then when he's in like that second unit is not used to having him in and now he takes a spot that like looney or bell or McMullen. I don't know what that guy's name is. I'm not quite sure. Um, ha- usually has. And and they were running up and down the floor getting nice shots. They played more to Toronto's game, like yeah. you said. They put him in. And I don't think they needed to do... They, they, they put, put
1: him in as an answer to what was happening to them in the paint, and that's not their them. game. Yeah, they,
0: they should be answering that back with putting... Threes. Yes. Looney, Bell, Mc, whatever his name is. One of those guys that have been... that have, Prove to be good players for them, and good and young guys too are going to be there for a while. Put those guys in. Let let them run. Let them figure out how to match up back to you. Run up and down the floor on them. Get those shots up. Do your thing. I think it messed up them a little bit. I I think so. Rich, you said no.
2: I don't think so. How many minutes did
0: did you find that out? No, I was reading something else. No, I didn't look at it. I, I mean, I couldn't find it out. But when do you? My next question is: When do you think he played eight minutes? How much could I really affect the team? I don't know, man. Those other guys don't get the, those other guys don't get in when they when they're supposed to. In a it, super close game, yeah. I mean. It was what? It was one eighteen, one hundred nine. And it didn't really start to pull away till the end there. When does Durant come back? And does
2: he come or you know if does they, he come
1: back and if he does when?
2: If they lose tonight, he comes back game three. Okay.
1: It depends on where he's at physically. I know he's gonna travel with the team in game he's two. Been,
0: he was in game one. Oh he was there. Yeah, he was in the tunnel again, yeah.
1: So uh if they really need him, maybe game four. Okay. From there on, but I don't know.
0: I I I'm saying I I don't I have any idea because they're not talking about him practicing, they're not talking about him shooting, nothing. But he doesn't
2: really need to practice. Or shoot. I don't know he if has he has
0: com- I don't know if he comes back. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I I I think the injury think- is like lingering more than ever on those skinny legs that he's got. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> I too, think, you know, of,
2: of of my whole theory. Let's just say they lose tonight. Mm-hmm. He comes back game three. They win the next four. Mm-hmm. How is he going to leave that team? I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I know what I found out from my one but friend? If, yeah. That he actually moved his whole, like, marketing team and mm-hmm. everything to New York City. Let's already. go. Like, everything's moved already. He's mo- he's going. Like, LeBron did the same thing. He moved all his stuff to L.A. and he went yeah, to L.A. He's going. So, like— now it's, it's that over, I heard bro. that, I'm like, he's it's going over. to New York. He's
0: going to New York. He's going to New York because he's, he's nev- it's never going to be the Warriors. It's going to be the Warriors and Kevin Durant. He doesn't want that. He's going to give all these dudes a pound. All these dudes are going to respect him and still love him. He's still going to love and respect them, and he's going to go. And, that's gonna, and every time he comes to Golden State in a New York uniform and plays them, they're going to clap for him,
2: and They should. They should. But he's out. In Did that aspect, then if, if he doesn't come back, it's not that big of a deal. You like know, in right. this whole postseason.
1: You know that the New York Knicks are in talks about trading the third-round pick to Atlanta for the eighth and the tenth-round pick. Whoa, whoa, hold on. They're, no, mm-hmm. they're,
0: they're trading the three for the eight and ten pick. Yes. Not round. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Overall, yeah. I think there's only two rounds in the NBA. Yeah. That's silly. You can't do that. Cause this this draft is heavy in the top five, and then after that, it's like now, some all good these players, though. They yeah, but the the what not, I was saying not an RJ if, Barrett caliber player at eight or ten.
1: If they're really that high up on Cam Reddish, maybe they think that they could steal him at eight.
2: Well, that's what that, that, when I was talking to he's Ryan, he's projected
1: like yeah. ten.
0: I was talking to somebody the other couple weeks, not Ryan, a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Ryan, my brother-in-law. He's always listening to us in the Pittsburgh crew. The, that They said Atlanta, Atlanta should take him. Whoever I was talking to was like, yo, Atlanta should take Cam Reddish. She's going to fit into what they're doing. And I think that's what Atlanta's game plan is, and I think he's going to fall to eight, Cam. I think there's other guys in there. There's a Virginia guy, Clover's in there, Texas Tech guy. There's a couple dude, you know. The point guard from North Carolina yes. they have over yes. Cam Reddish. There's a couple people in there. And, that, and, that, and uh, um, that kid from Oregon, Bo, what's his name? The big tall guy. Minute Bowl's son Bo Bolt, he's a pretty good player too. Maybe the Knicks say, "Ah, oh, we can get, we don't need Anthony Davis. Let's not even make the trade with New Orleans. Let's trade back." I don't like it. I think you either pick, I don't or, like it either. R.J. Barrett at three, or you trade the the pick for Anthony Davis. That's the only two options. I don't even like that. I I
1: take R.J. Barrett and roll. Yeah.
0: Imagine get, get A.E. and
2: K.D. in
1: New York. I would love
0: K.D. and R.J. Barrett there, and then I don't even care who else comes, because here's the deal. It's either going to be Kimball Walker or Kyrie Irving to me. I think it's inevitable that one of those two come.
1: Who's your point guard right now, Dennis Smith Jr.? I don't even know. Yes. He's not bad. He's not Kyrie Irving or Kemba no, Walker. No, 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 no. But he's young, yeah. and he's not bad. No, he's not. So if he's got R.J. Barrett and Kevin Durant, And you you got got Kevin Knox still.
2: You kind of got a squad. DeAndre Jordan, if he stays. I agree. I agree. I like where
0: we're headed. Can't go back with the pick. Got to make the pick or trade the pick.
1: To me, anything but R.J. Barrett would be a bad decision for New York. Yeah. Getting Anthony Davis? That's a good player, bro. I I know.
0: Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant? No, I'm not. I'm not not Kemba Walker. It. I just think RJ Barrett. Wow. No, not RJ Barrett. It's a trade to yeah. pick. But Anthony Davis, KD,
1: AD. You're not. The thing is, you're and not. And Kemba, you're not going number three overall pick for Anthony Davis. That's not happening. Okay. That's you, not in the cards.
2: So you give him a the number three, DeAndre Jordan. They and don't like, like DeAndre
1: Jordan. Hey, Definitely not.
2: I know, but still, just they're gonna want no, They're gonna want those young kids. Knox.
1: What if they? You're saying they want the three. Knox, and Dennis Smith Jr., Jr. Something. but and, and how does that hurt your bench? Okay, so now you have this elite oh, starting hurts, five, yeah. but you have no depth. If you get R.J. Barrett, you're able to keep all those young assets, mm-hmm. and you get Kevin Durant and maybe a point guard, mm-hmm. and you still have depth to your team. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the Knicks are going
0: to think like you, and they're not going to want to give up more than just the third pick. So if you don't want to do just the third pick, then we're not trading with you. But I think L.A. will. L.A. will give up more than the fourth pick. Definitely. The fourth and anyone else you want, not name LeBron James. Maybe. Anyone else. Maybe anyone else. And they, and that may be where he stands. Now, here I bring up everyone else because you hear the report that came out in Houston yeah. this week. Houston makes the Literally entire anybody. roster. The entire roster. And draft picks, future draft picks available. Didn't I like tell you I that they were going to have to do ago. that? Yeah, though? yeah. A couple of weeks ago we, we said, said this, yep. and then we also said a couple weeks ago they don't have any draft picks. So it's future picks, but anyone on the team is available.
1: Here's the thing about saying that. They also said that it would be very hard to see James Harden being matched in a trade, right? Yeah. It'll be hard to imagine someone giving up enough mm-hmm. for Harden. Okay, so Harden's still going to be there. Chris Paul is owed basically a billion dollars over the next four yeah. years. Yeah. So you're not trading him. Nobody wants him. Yeah. Nobody wants him. So who are you trading?
0: Clint Capella. <laughs> Clint Capella is where it falls.
1: Yeah. And your picks, which aren't yeah. that good?
0: No. No. And they're like, they're in they're instead the of year saying, after and so year
1: after. So here's my beef. Instead of coming out and saying that, mm. and now all these guys don't know where they stand on your team. Right. And now you just pissed everybody on your roster off. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you in, instead go out and try to get some pieces in free agency? Because, before you yeah. blew up everybody's spot. 100% you probably don't have agree. the money. 100% agree.
0: You gotta they try. also don't have the money. They don't, don't have the money either. And that's another aspect of it. But I agree with you. What, but I think what you do is then you don't say nothing. Right. Yes. Yes. You say nothing because now Kevin Durant's going to leave Golden State. You have to, first of all, you should be praying about that. Houston. Every night. Every single night. To every God. Yes. Please, God, do not <laughs> let Kevin Durant come back to Warriors. Because say he leaves, now what? That opens the door for you. Yes, they beat you without Kevin Durant already. But but that doesn't matter. You the, the West opens up. You've been Houston has finished in the top 3 for the last f- couple years, 3 4 years. What are You're you doing? You're right there. You're right there. No. Having Chris Paul owed all, all that money stinks for you, but that's the bed you made it. Now you got to sleep in it. Yeah. Pick up another, I don't care who, trade Capella Cause I don't think that situation is really working out for you. You need more offense. You need a guy who could play defense like he could, but a guy that can, that can also play offense. Trade him and get in, and get somebody else for him. Get young guys for him. Get draft picks for him, and then send those draft picks to somebody else. Trade Capella. I don't. That's about the, where it would end. Cause like you said, they ain't trading Paul. Nobody It'd wants him. would be very hard to move him. So you buy him out. Does he take a buyout? I doubt it and even because you do he's going to get paid him. like 36 38 42 in the next three years. Those and, are with yeah. the breakdown. And he's already decreasing. And oh, if, my
2: gosh. And the only way they probably will be able to get rid of him is if they pay his contract still or part of it. So then, But so then you're still tied up on money. Right. So, Which means okay, you're so not replacing him with yeah. anybody. So here's exactly. my question.
0: Who, what team could put something together and it would be worth it for them. Obviously, to trade for Harden,
1: <laughs> I know what I know. Oh, I think New Orleans. You give them the first pick and Anthony Davis, and you get James Harden back. Yeah.
0: And now what though? Now you just got James Harden. Nobody else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the Maybe only you thing, trade though.
0: Anthony Davis for him. I don't think Straight they would up. do
1: that. And you keep the number one pick, and you go Harden, Zion, and, and you roll with those two. Harden's more of an impact on your team than Anthony Davis. Why would the Rockets do that? Unless they just want to completely blow up the whole thing, but that doesn't benefit them. What do you think, Rich?
2: I don't know. They have more of a chance. I know where of I would love to, to see final. him go. Yeah,
0: who? Oh, me too. Because that's what I'm gonna say. OKC. Oh no, no.
2: Oh, but that's one I didn't think of. Him go back to OKC. What, what does
0: OKC trade though? They Paul, would have George? To give up Paul
2: George. Paul George. Yeah, maybe Paul George and, and somebody, else. someone else, and a
1: pick. You I think don't so? even
0: think they would do that. Paul George. And somebody
1: else? I don't know. Nobody, George is a first nobody's, team. First yeah, but team, nobody's right? trading Paul year? George for James Harden.
0: It, it kind of doesn't make sense until you think about it like this. He, Toronto trades DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. Look what it did for
1: them. But Kawhi didn't want to be there, and he wouldn't play. Yes. James Harden's... Place for the Rockets. Yes.
0: But now maybe he does it. Maybe they make that comment. He's like, yeah, what? The- I just blood, well, sweat, and uh, tears for you all for the but, last couple but years. he did
1: preface that by saying.
0: Ex- kind of, except James. I, I oh, could, no yeah. one else is going to By the him. way. Yeah, that kind of stinks,
1: though. That's I want to like know where you think he it. goes.
0: I think he should go to New York. <laughs> Trade the three pick for Harden.
1: I don't, they wouldn't <laughs> and, do that. And get,
0: get Harden and you're Durant not, going again. You're man. not in the old school. You're not trading James Harden and for R.J. Barrett. And then you do guard. Then you just got him. And then you get ba- and then, and you yeah you don't even need Barrett then. You
1: as get an, the other lefty. as a Knicks fan, that's great. But the Rockets are not trading James Harden for RJ Barrett. It's not happening. The three <laughs> pick. It's the three pick. It's not happening. <laughs> the three pick and Kevin Knox.
0: <laughs> no good. I think there is teams though that could. I'm try- I was trying to think of all the teams that could possibly give up somebody. To you know, you would have to look. I at the I think the, draft the Sixers could too. make a
1: make a push if they gave up like Simmons and Butler. Well, mm-hmm. they have to sign Butler first because he's a free agent. Butler's Jimmy Butler's a free agent. They have to sign and then trade him to Houston. Simmons, a pick, and somebody, you know, like, I feel like they have enough talent to make that work. Mm-hmm. I feel like Boston, if they wanted to blow up that team, yeah. they could really send a lot of people over there mm-hmm. for one player. Oh, man. But there's not many. Memphis? could Memphis send
0: Mike Conley and no. another, another no, and, and, and the draft pick? No, I don't Mike Conley and the second pick? Nope. Well, really you wouldn't want to do that you'd want cuz you, that's morant. two point yeah, you yeah. want morant there and you can't have morant but i don't know man
2: i i i, I think it could i think all and done Harden stays but stays i, I like the conversation like where la no they're, well, nah.
1: they're going to really try to trade chris paul i mean they'll try everything they have to right yeah. they have to figure out how to get rid of paul
0: Cause he's locking you down. He's got you. Maybe you talk to him like, "Yo, dude, like, could we get you on a buyout so this we could like get moving here? You could leave, go sign with whoever you want. We'll give you a nice buyout. But like, we can't. We, we got nothing to do here with you. You know, they're gonna have to pay him because he's due a lot of money. They're gonna have to convince him to take the buyout, which I don't know how that happens. But all right. So, um, oh, they were talking about Zion the other night. Um. I don't know who it was on, on Good Morning. Uh, not get up. Get up. They were talking about him on there and something else. His, they were saying his body, he needs to, like, lose weight, lose a little bit of weight to play in the NBA. And I said, you no, know, I'm thinking about it, and then I'm thinking more about his game. It's not weight that you would be asking him to lose. Mm-hmm. It's muscle. Right, because he's stacked. Does he have an immediate impact? Obviously, he's in... If he does end up in New Orleans, does he have an immediate impact in the NBA? What is your heart? You think he's winning the rookie of the year? We, no, I, I, th- I, th- I know we talked on, about yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, I think John Morant wins. I do too. And who'd you say? Did you say? I, th- I think Zion will. Yeah. I, d- I think you he'll have think a he big impact. he of an impact?
2: It depends if AD's still in, in New, Orleans. New, uh, New Orleans. Okay. No. But it's not hard to have an impact on New Orleans. They were I terrible. Think- but for him to lose weight, I, I, I think he needs to practice on his shot better. Oh, 100%. Agreed. That's that's what he needs. Losing, Keep him the size. If, if he's that athletic at the size he's at, leave him at it. So that's just going to help him go up and get rebounds, his body people in the paint. like That's going to help him there.
1: Yeah. Work
2: that, on your shot. It's such a
1: problem that people would even say that. Because yeah. It, it's like he had so much hype. Why? Because he's this specimen that we've never seen before with that kind He's. He's the biggest we've ever seen with that type of athletic ability. So now he goes to the NBA, and your first advice for him is take that asset and <laughs> diminish it. Yeah. yeah. And, Silly. and And fit into what everybody else is doing. Mm. No. You want him to be the outlier. You want him to be that big athletic guy, what he is. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's so hyped on him. Yeah,
0: And I think that's what these pros and... And teams do is they, they did it with Kyler Murray too. They, his, his height was never a problem in, in college, ever, never. And then he gets, now he's going to be drafted. Oh, now it becomes a problem. This guy's height and weight, Zion was never a problem, and you praise them for it. Now it's a problem? he's going to the NBA. All
1: right, you made it to the NBA. Now, what you're great this at. This is when they just pull we things don't want to make conversations about. Right, right.
2: That's all it right. is.
0: And I did hear this. Until we, We're going to move on from the fights from after this. But um, Adam Silva, once again, Adam Silva making the RDC Take podcast twice, the commissioner of the, M- of the NBA, says, NBA is studying two new competition formats, a mid-season tournament or a playoff play-in. What do you think about that Mid-season tourney? No like what the m- baseball no does—the one game play-in type yeah, thing. Probably something like something that. Something like that with the baseball. Or do. no all-star break, no dunk contest, no three-point, no no all-star game. What is the, the and a to- mid-year there's a tournament. What is what, what and there's kind there's of tournament? Is a tournament that well, someone who like, wins
2: probably like the East or West type thing? You know, maybe yeah. Just keep all the play like you know how they East will play West in midseason. Maybe like for like a month straight, this the East plays the East, the West plays the West, and do like a quick tournament and, and they get it they went you win money like at the end of the tournament whoever wins has a big payout and then who, and then west and east whoever wins mm. gets the this is ridiculous well, it, it goes off of their they're trying to do their record like this. right yeah of who gets home advantage yep so maybe you could switch it to whoever wins this game mm. whoever becomes champion west or east they're the home yeah
0: but i always hate that because then you're putting someone else's fate like the fate, your fate is in someone else's hands. Like whoever, yeah, but if you're wh-
2: winning that tournament, you're most likely going to be the one in that. this
1: tournament is for money, Yeah, the one thing that the NBA players don't need any more of, <laughs> you're not getting LeBron James to play in a mid-season tournament for money.
0: He's well, if you, not doing it. If you can't get him to do a
1: dunk contest for that money, he's not doing he, a tournament. Yeah, yeah. So it's just going to yeah. be average players from each side. Yeah, I, 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 and the play-in is stupid to me, too, because the yeah.
2: playoffs are already too long. Right. And we'll, it'll probably only be a one-game play-in type thing, or maybe that's, best out that's of another three. another game too but, long. But what's it going to be? The, the eighth and ninth seed teams playing? Like, yeah. it doesn't—those two teams are irrelevant anyway. Whatever the they didn't say what
0: the tournament would be or what it would look like or anything like that. They, I just found it interesting that this is even a thing that they're
2: wasting time on. I think— if the what NBA the, changes anything in the near future, yeah. it should be the best 16 teams in the NBA makes the playoffs. Mm. Doesn't matter, east, west, from first to 16th, whoever. And then who, it's a tournament? Record. And then it's a tournament, and that's your NBA championship. I like that. I got That's no what problem they with should that. Do.
0: Best sixteen, no matter if it's East or West, and yep. then make it a tournament format. Do
1: you get rid of the East and West then? Because then there's no point in having a East and West. I guess you would have to, right? Yeah, I
0: got no problem with that. Well you I think you have that though based on the regular scheduling. season games. Yeah, scheduling wise. That you play if you're East Coaster, you, you could play just more do East Coast. that and not yeah, you classify could. Yeah. it as yeah. East yeah. and West. Definitely, definitely. Um I think another thing that the NBA could do to make it better and to cut down on some silliness, cut down on the amount of games. Don't play 82. Play 62. Cut it by 20 games, whatever why did it may they, be. Why did they make the postseason 7 7 I don't know. It's too long. It's too long. The NBA season is too long. Guys are resting way too much now, the superstars. Guys are getting injured, and they don't want to play because there's so many games per night, I mean per week. They're playing too many games per week. So what? cut down the season is my thing,
2: and cut down the playoffs. Take a team out. What? Seven teams th- make th- it. Think about it this way first round is best out of three i know i know you have that risk mm. of like oh what if this team like plays out of their mind for yeah. two games and, and gets lucky and win two games mm-hmm. but at the same time if it's only a three-game series you're going to be playing a lot harder and a lot different yeah rather than in a seven-game series mm. yeah I and can. you'll see better basketball in mm. my opinion
0: i, I got no, and that's my whole thing i just want to see better basketball but i think Still having eighty-two games is too many games that these they guys always don't want. Right? They always did, but now more and more we're seeing these superstars not play full games, not play back-to-back games, and get injured more. But that's and stay more in the league, making them making
2: them play. Because why? Yeah, why, well, it's more But a game, Jordan did, and all these other players did. Why? Why can't these it's guys? It's changed, do it? though. It's changed. It, I think the, the other so combative
1: rules is what they should work on changing, like the supermax rule. Yeah. or like like stupid stuff like that mm. like all these little contract rules that they have in only the NBA and not other teams. Yeah. It, I think that they should change that. I think the lottery should be out the the window. Mm. I don't even know why that's a thing. Yeah. Listen, I think that I, I don't think that you should have a rookie locked down for 4 years either. I think that's kind of crazy. Before he's eligible for Either to go to another team, and then the team that he signs with is the only team that could offer him the most money. Mm. I think that's stupid too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of I things there. Players, that you said I totally players agree. Players should with. have more, more control over where they go.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree with you. Had something to add to that?
2: No, just going back to the lottery. Uh, I was talking to my friend at a wedding this weekend, so I saw one of my friends I haven't seen in a while, mm. and we were talking about the lottery. He's a Knicks fan, so we were talking about how like you know how annoying is it that Knicks got yeah. the third. And he's like, "Did you ever like read in to like how the lottery works?" Mm-hmm. And I told him like, "You know what, how I thought it worked." He's like, "It's not even close to that." So if, like, if you have any time, or Frank, mm-hmm. like if you have some time, just read up on this. It's insane. He explained it to me of how many ball how many balls they get in the thing. It's right? not even it's not even that. It's it, they like at per per pick they get like randomized numbers, mm-hmm. and those are your numbers per pick. And it changes. Like, it's 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 really complicated to explain. Yeah, it's stupid. It's so crazy. So, like, when you read it, like, just read about it. Mm. They I can't, it. I can't That's explain be it. Out better it's, it's too complicated. Too. But
0: the game tonight is going to be a good game. We're going to check it out, me and Frankie, together. So we'll have a bunch to talk about Rich. We'll have, to, we'll have to watch on the highlight the next day. That's what You got to get up too early, bro. All right, let's talk about the he- – where are we at on time? We all right on time? 47, yeah. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the fights that was on last night, particularly right now. Uh, Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight, one of the heavyweight champs, and I say that because there's other I'm guys with other belts who could say they're the heavyweight champ too, but one of the heavyweight champs, one of the prolific ones who fought in England the last, you know, bunch of years, first time comes over to the United States, Anthony jo- Joshua and fights Andy Rudy, Ruiz. Ruiz Jr. Okay, he fights him, and Joshua loses. TKO. Bit- Big upset. They're comparing it to, like, when when uh, um, Mike Tyson lost. Yeah, Mike Tyson lost to what's-his-face.
2: Uh, Buster Douglas. Buster, Buster Douglas. Douglas.
0: That, that, that takedown. Eh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I don't know about that because Mike Tyson was way more dominant of a fighter than Anthony Joshua was. Neither here nor there, I guess. But Anthony Joshua gets beat, in my opinion— gets beat because he doesn't fight the right fight. He's got the height and the length on him, but he lets Ruiz, that's his name? Is that what you said? R-U-I-Z?
2: Yeah. Ruiz? Ruiz, Ruiz I think it is.
0: Ruiz, he lets Ruiz get in and close the close the distance on him and just dirty box him. Knock him out a bunch of times. knock him down a bunch of times, the ref finally called it. Now, you guys are talking about what about this fight? Well, I asked Frank impact?
2: before, I just think how do you guys think this impacts him in the Wilder fight? Mm-hmm. Because this did have a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. It had a huge, huge, huge amount of fans wanting to see this fight. They, they almost had this fight a You're couple talking times. talking about the Wilder-Joshua fight. Yeah. What did I say? I messed that no, up? No, no. I was talk. just specifying. Yeah. yeah. Wilder-Joshua fight. Because, I mean, last year, I remember we were talking about this fight potentially happening. Like, it was so close. Uh, Wilder had to, like, sign a contract, and then Joshua, like, had to rewrite it, and Wilder signed it again, and Wilder— Joshua like backed out again. So this was like a big fight. Do you think it impacts this like how how people see this fight now? That was my question to you guys.
1: Well, the first thing I want to say is that I'm not a fan of Joshua, but the one thing you do have to give him a little bit of leeway in that fight because he had an opponent change last minute. And when that happens in boxing, anything can happen and we've seen that before. Who had a Joshua was supposed to fight Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller got popped for steroids, and they yeah, got... That, that was a, he had a good amount of time before... A couple um, of weeks. No. Before they be, they had, got a got a person set and It was about a signed. month, though, right? He
0: had to prepare for this guy?
1: It was it about fe- a month ago that Big Baby Miller got pulled from the fight. Yes. Uh,
0: I, I think he, Joshua had enough time, but okay, you could use that as well, an excuse.
1: I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. the training camp that he had wasn't for this guy, mm. and sometimes that'll affect you. Mm-hmm. Either way, he should have won that fight. Thanks, dog. Yeah. But what I was saying to you about, like, I, I could see how a fan would look at this and be like, wow, that fight is definitely not happening now. But I actually think that the chances get better. Because I believe, personally, and this is just an opinion, that Joshua's promoters is the ones that was preventing these fights from happening. Mm. Because they were trying to protect protect Joshua, his name, and his you know, the money that they were making off of him Mm -hmm. because they didn't want him to possibly lose a fight to Wilder. Mm -hmm. And that undefeated record is now out the door. And going forward now, they're going to need to put him against big-name guys to get that hype back up. Mm -hmm. So uh, Wilder has his next two fights locked up already. He's going to fight Ortiz again, and then he's going to fight Fury again. After that, I wouldn't be surprised. If Joshua goes on a win streak here, Mm -hmm. his next two fights if they do fight. Well, Joshua is going to fight Ruiz again. Yes, that rematch is... That's going to be immediate.
0: So he has a chance to redeem himself in a good way that puts him back into... He has to completely knock this dude out cold, though. First or second round. No more than that. Yeah. Can't let it be a decision. Can't let it be a long, drawn-out fight of both you guys beating each other up. Has to be a first or second round devastating KO. And then the your hyped... And then and only then, in my opinion, is your hype to fight Wilder or Fury, depending on who wins that fight, then it's like, okay, you're bringing equal to this fight. And this can be, it could be a huge fight. I think he did himself really wrong by not fighting Wilder before, when it, way earlier. before when it should have happened. I agree. Because if he loses that fight as his first loss— He's one. He's gonna get the rematch directly after. And two, people look at Wilder like the king of the heavyweight division, yes. or one of the top kings of the heavyweight division. I could argue. I could argue that he is the top. And but Tyson Fear is the only guy I think that even challenges him at that. And then he loses to Wilder. Okay, fine. You lost to Wilder. Now you get a rematch, and you lost to the to the, to the best that The heavyweight division got to offer
1: you're looking at that as a boxing fan, though, so that all makes sense to you. But if no. you're Joshua's promoter and you're selling out the Wilbur, the I'm, uh, I'm looking at it as, as Joshua's promoter, but now, if you are, then you're selling out the arenas already, you're I making the that. most money possible in in Europe,
2: yeah. But so that, you're that doesn't last, last forever, and it's
0: and then that's what I'm that's what I'm mm-hmm. trying to look at what's going to last. What's going to make this guy get the biggest paydays because this could end tomorrow? He was already getting the biggest payday. This so. end t- yeah, but now he so fights you just, Wilder.
1: If you could just line him up against people that you know he's going to beat, then mm. you just keep doing that because okay. you're making the money. Okay, what Wh- about this, though? So he did what he did, and he lost, and now he's going to fight
0: Ruiz again, right? Yeah. I hope I'm saying this guy's name right. Ruiz. I think, Ruiz, I think Ruiz. it is. Ruiz. I That's Spanish is Ruiz. Shout out to my <laughs> Latinos out there. I'm sure it's not Ruiz. <laughs> So he, <laughs> he loses to this guy. He's got the he's got the rematch. What if he,
1: just say, what if he loses again? Oh, it's terrible. Okay, it, the whole thing is terrible. But it's really but bad. As fam, a promoter, they didn't expect this to happen. But still, anything okay. could happen. Okay. It's a sport. But if you're a promoter I'm not on you the say promoter to yourself, side, I'm just telling you how they think. It's the same I, reason why Earl Spence isn't going to fight Terrence Crawford I, for a while. Yeah, no, I think that's a different situation. Though. It's I not think a different, totally situation. different situation. It, it's
0: heavyweight division is way different. There's like five guys, four guys who people wa- want to actually see fight. Who
1: else do you want to see Terrence Crawford fight? Everybody. Earl Spence.
0: Every, I, I don't care. Anyone, Name a guy. And that's who I want to see him fight: Thurman, Garcia. Um, he's gonna the, both run Garcias, through all of those guys. The Crawford. I don't. But I. But I'm. I'm okay. I want to see that. Not whether he's gonna run through them or not. These big. That. That'll be a big fight. Crawford fighting any one of those guys will be a big fight. Anyone. These guys only have a limited amount of big fights. The heavyweight guys fight the guy who you. Everyone wants you to see fight for billions of dollars. And if you lose, it's it doesn't matter deal. because you were supposed—you could lose to him. I understand, You can't lose Joshua's to making,
1: Ruiz Ruiz Jr. He's making just as much, if not more, fighting those guys than he would be fighting Wilder because you have to pay Wilder more. But now his paydays might end for the next—not end,
0: not end. But, but definitely they're going to take a hit the next one or two fights. Yes. If, he, if you lose— to a big-name guy, you don't lose that you, th- that money. That's you wh- still gain that money. That,
1: that, that was
2: my whole thought well, of if this, you too. Lose exactly to Wilder, saying, Mike. If
1: you lose to Wilder and then your your next fight is against a no-name guy because that's all you could get to fight you, the numbers are going to be down no, no, you're, you're just get, coming off of a but loss. But if you
0: lose to Wilder, you're going to fight Wilder again. Maybe. Directly.
1: Maybe Wilder will not want to fight you No,
0: 100%. But that's but that's, he's that's the only gonna, way those guys do it in the Champions. As immediate only if they're rematch good fights. Clothes. If Wilder
1: knocks him out in the third round, he's not fighting Joshua Yeah, but again. there's a re- rematch clause before they even fight.
0: It depends. There's always like that. Always. And I, and I there wasn't
1: a rematch clause in the Fury fight, and everybody wanted to see that again. No, There was or there wasn't? There wasn't. Yeah, well, th-
0: th- that's that's for a whole... Not- there's always his, though. That's one of the ones that wasn't,
2: which I'm very surprised it didn't. His... How I look at it is kind of what you're saying. How I see it is his career is more well, at because jeopardy. because there was no
0: winner, it was a draw. So maybe if they say if it was want a draw, that but fight maybe they to happen if, again. Maybe they say if one of you win, then it's immediate rematch clause. Like if you, if I lose to Fury, then it's a,
2: if it's a draw, then I do whatever I want.
1: Those that's things. A, that's a weird yeah, but loophole. It's a draw. Yeah, I, but
0: that's what they do in boxing. Boxing is weird, real weird. What do you say, Rich? Go ahead.
2: No, I was just saying. I think his career is more at jeopardy now. I agree. And the with aspect you. is if he loses his next fight, or, or even if it does go to a decision, mm. but I think it's still going to hurt him.
1: Twenty twenty, right? They didn't think they were losing to Andy. No, Ruiz not Jr. at all.
2: But it happened. So now you have to deal with what but, happens if it happens again. But
1: they had to have thought that they may lose
2: to Big Baby Miller.
1: No. They didn't think they were losing to Big Baby Miller. They don't think they're losing to anybody. But while they're in fury, well, they they don't even think that they were. They were. Listen, promoters are the worst. So if that's what you're trying to argue with me, no, fine, you win. I I, I concede. Yes, I'm just letting you know how they think. They're only worried about the amount of money that they're making per fight and Mm. trying to extend that for as long as possible. And then when it runs dry, they they toss you and get a new guy. Yeah, no. So I it's agree. not good for Joshua, right? I to agree. listen to the promoters. Mm-hmm. If you're Joshua, you want to fight Wilder, Fury. You want to put yourself up against the best possible people mm-hmm. because you you want to prove that you're the best. That's the only way you get out from under those promoters, right? That's how Floyd mm-hmm. did it and Canelo did it. Eventually, you become undeniable and mm-hmm. you start your own promotion. Yeah, and then you start making the money. Yeah. So listening, you to don't these think Joshua guys, is basically his own promoter? No, he was he was with. Um, all HBO, mm-hmm. and, and then HBO canceled, and he went to zone right? Yeah. Those are their— that, Who, those, Joshua? Joshua. I don't, but he's never fought in the United States. I don't, I don't think
0: he was with any he of He was this. with HBO. Oh, I didn't even know if he I didn't even know. Yeah, that. all I his fights were on here. HBO. Oh, okay. All
1: right. The only one that recently did do it is Wilder a little bit because mm. he has one fight promotions yeah. now. So he fought for Showtime last time, but yeah. now he's a free agent again. So if Showtime wants to sign him, they have to pay him again.
0: Now, here's the thing is when um, he—Wilder doesn't have that thought, right? Doesn't have the thought of like, well, I'll fight a couple of these bums, and then I'll wait for the big payday. Ortiz is the toughest
1: fight he could have had next because— The Fury fight was was really hard, too. He's fought a lot of guys. But again, to your point, he loses to Fury okay. He loses to Ortiz— Not okay. Not okay. And it's very likely that well, he loses to Ortiz because he was getting beat that whole fight. Well, right. But he, he dropped a bomb. His thought is
0: against Fury. Yes. No, it, no, no. Against Ortiz. And he, where, who? Uh,
1: Ortiz was winning that whole entire the fight. The first fight against Wilder. Yeah. Okay. But okay. his whole thought yeah. process, which is why we, what is what we love about uh-huh. boxers, uh-huh. is I don't want to leave any doubts so if you guys think Ortiz was beating me, cool, I'm going to fight him again, yeah. and I'm going to knock him out again. Yes. And then you're going to know. Right. And then I'm going to go, and I'm going to knock Fury out. Yeah, well, that's and his And
0: then you're going to know. And that's why I'm a fan of him too, and I've never been a fan. And I like Joshua as a person, I think, like in <laughs> some sort of a way. I want to because he's just like so soft-spoken. Maybe it's that English accent. I don't know what it is. But, like, he don't fight nobody. He doesn't fight in America. He wants guys to only come to him. And he's like picking, and that was, that's my whole beef of boxing, and a lot of them do it. I just I don't love know boxing. how much of They that. do a lot of picking of the fights when you're at that level of like the pick. But then there's dudes like Wilder who I love because he's like, oh, I'll fight you when I get through these two guys because I have to make up for this first loss. And then I'm going to do that before I fight Fury because I want to get a little more momentum going into the Fury fight. This is what I think Wilder's thinking. But also I get to knock this dude out cold who there was already a little controversy around. So I'll knock him out. I'll get my momentum, which I want. I'll let the fans know what's up. Then I'll fight Fury. And listen, he's not beating Fury. I think he is. I think he knocks him out pretty early. He ain't beating him. That ain't happening this time. Fury is going to beat Wilder in the second fight. That's what I think. And then Fury fights Joshua and beats him up. And then Fury is just the gypsy king, which he already is, and he's a champ. (laughs) And
1: then maybe Wilder and him fight for the third time. If if Wilder would have hit Fury with that punch any earlier than the 12th round, he would have still been sleeping.
0: But that's the thing he brings to every fight. A puncher's chance. He is not he's a better boxer. He's than that. He's, he's not he's a better a, boxer than he's Fury. He's an
1: Olympic bronze medalist. Yeah, whatever. He's, he, he, he could he, box. Yeah, he
0: throws bombs. That's how, why he's that no, way. No, no, no. He
1: wasn't knocking people out in the Olympics. with He heavy is gear not on. as
0: good. Well, listen. There's not, to my opinion, there's not many very good heavyweights. Fury is the best heavyweight to me. He's the, only needed one fight to watch this guy fight. He has the best fight.
1: footwork in the heavyweight division. And he
0: throws combinations. He boxes. Yeah. He's, he's got power. Yeah, he's the
1: best boxer. But Wilder's only getting better. And Fury's we'll only see. getting older. We'll see how it goes. And that,
0: those things, I, I agree with Fury getting older. I, I Hopefully Wilder's getting better. Um, do, yeah, Alexander Gustafson versus... Uh, who, Alex, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Anthony Smith. Alex Smith. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. One. You got one. Um, <laughs>
1: Damn. Good you did it last week,
0: and I was listening. I did. Listening and I was like, oh, you guys man. have to, you guys have to catch Smith. me it's when okay. I say it. Gustafson versus Smith.
1: Um, you say it with so much like I enthusiasm. Like, I'm like, I
2: got it. <laughs> nope, not it. Alex Smith. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Thinking of football. The play. quarterback
0: loses. <laughs> Gustafson loses to Smith. Um, what round was that? Do we know? Fourth. Fourth fourth round. Submission. Fra- I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. You were saying, Frank, what happened?
1: What would you think of that fight? It was basically even through the first two rounds. Gustafson pretty significantly won the third round, I thought. And then the fourth round, they were kind of jabbing each other. Gustafson made like a like a wrong move, and Anthony Smith got him down, took his back really easily, mm-hmm. hit him with some so- shots, and got the rear naked choke. Wow! Once it was on the ground, and Anthony Smith moved to the back, that was Gustafson really didn't have an answer. Yeah. What do you
0: think? So Gustafson pretty much retires after leaves his gloves in there. Yeah, he retired. Yeah. Pull um, out, retired. I think it's still left open though for him in his thought, like maybe I take a couple a year or two off, maybe I come back. I don't know if he retires forever, and he did. He's done that over and over again.
1: It was because of injuries, but this is my thing. Um, like we all watch BJ Penn, and it's like, when is he gonna give it up? Mm-hmm. You know, Gustafson's lost, I think, three out of his last four or two out of his last three, mm-hmm. and if he gives it up now and he really is done and done fighting, and maybe his he sees his level of skill diminishing, you know? Then we should applaud that. Definitely. Because he's doing it when because when we see somebody that doesn't do it, we criticize them, yep. right? So yep. if we see someone do it maybe a, maybe a couple fights too early, let's mm. say, but he's doing it. I think this we is have a couple fights early that. though, is yeah. what I think.
0: Yeah. It's just a it's just one or two fights early. If he does two more fights, you not going to be light heavyweight champ in two fights. i And that's and that's the thing. So then I think that's his thought, too, is I probably got like two more really good fights in me, and I think he does, too, because I'm a really big fan of his as well. But even if I wasn't, he's just a great fighter. But I think, like you said, he's not going to get another um, title fight in two fights. So what's the point? Because it's probably going to take him about four fights, three four fights to get a
1: title shot. At this point, to after losing Anthony yeah. If he beat Anthony Smith, yeah. be beat Anthony Smith maybe oh, next he's
0: fight. Right, he's right there. Yeah. This was one that he needed to win. Yeah. And I think he felt that too. Like ah, I didn't win it. All right. You know what? I'm done here. Yeah. I'm done. But he's he's great, man. He pushed John Jones to the limit. He pushed Daniel Cormier to the limit. Um, and he is just a f- he beat the brakes off of uh, Glover Teixeira. Oh my yeah. gosh. He beat a lot of really good fighters. It just, and I think he beat Anthony Smith. I don't think Anthony – I think Anthony smith got a lot to work on, man. I really do. I don't think – John Jones beat him, and and Gustafson sounds like was – I'm going to watch the fight at some point. Sounds like he had pretty good control over him at that point too. Anthony Smith's just missing something. I don't know if he's quite there yet, but he's knocking on the door for another title fight, you know?
1: I think he's – I think he beats anybody not named John Jones. Yeah? Yeah.
0: He almost lost to this guy though, right? You would say it was gonna be a close fight for the win
1: five. Yeah, but that's not how he fights. I think right. he has like thirty wins and twenty nine mm-hmm. either submissions or yep. knockouts. He's what, yeah, but now he's fighting real
0: competition. He he didn't and look he's good going against John Jones. He's, not,
1: he's knocking them out and choking them out. Yeah, but he didn't look good against John Nobody Jones. Nobody right? looks good against John and he Jones. He didn't look good
0: against Gustafson either though. He didn't dominate him. I mean, I didn't see it. He's but from got what it you're done. saying it's he got it done, but he I mean, it sounds like, though, he, it, it you know, and I know it that's how it works, and he got the win, the win is all that matters, but, like, you got to look at, like, what I, you, you're going to, him versus who? Tiago Santos? I mean, he, that's who John Jones is fighting next, right? Say John Jones was, wasn't. Do you think he could beat Santos? I, yeah, I think yeah. he beats anybody except oh, John I, Jones. I think this guy Santos is pretty good. What are you showing me He's here? He's very good. You want me, you want me to read this? Most significant strikes landed in UFC lightweight history. Um, John Jones is the leader, one thousand three hundred. The next guy um, has seven hundred and ninety-six. Yeah, we
2: were just talking about John Jones. I just wanted
0: yeah. to. John Jones has significantly seven hundred and three more significant strikes landed. Seven hundred and three more than the next person. Absolutely insane. Gustafson is in there. He got six hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, he's sixth on sixth that list. Most significant strikes. John Jones is an absolute beast, and yeah, that's definitely to beat him. You going to have to really pull it out. But I don't know. I don't think. I think if Anthony Smith's next fight, I like to see who it's against. I don't. I don't always go into his fights like I think this guy's gonna win. I don't know why. But what's the he next big fight? Does. The next big fight is this Saturday, right? Yes. This Saturday is Donald Cerrone versus Ferguson. Tony Fer- Ferguson, yeah. Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Moraes. And do we know the girl fight?
2: It's yeah, good, but you really always good. forget. It's uh, Jessica I and. Uh, no, 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 no. Wasn't it I thought, I
1: thought Shevchenko it was, versus Shevchenko, Tatiana it? Suarez? Isn't that what it is? Check
0: that out really quick.
2: I'm looking at it right now. Check that out. Jessica I versus uh, Valentino Shevchenko. Oh, did, there you go, right there. Did Suarez get hurt?
0: I maybe, but Shevchenko is the only one I really. And can talk yeah, about. and she's fighting she's Jessica I. She's awesome. <laughs>
2: she's so good. You sure what's his name's on this card? Ferguson Cerrone? Yeah. 100%. So why don't they have it on the US, USC app? Yeah, it is, right, Frank? The main card of this. Maybe t-
1: we're combining two. That could be possible. No way.
2: Because we, we've, we've done that, that, that before. They're in the main fight of this card. Cerrone. Yeah, I think
0: Cerrone Ferguson is
2: like the third fight. The third they don't have them all. They only have these two fights. Yeah. I don't know why you might have to look, Wait, at Frank,
0: look at that real quick, Frank. I'm gonna talk about something okay. while you're looking up that July six. UFC, fa- UFC fans out there, RDC crew wants y'all to check into these fights, man. Because these are fight. This you, MMA is is absolutely awesome. You would get into it. You'd love it. There's so many different fights. There's no off season um there's an art to it you you know you see wrestlers jujitsu guys karate guys muay thai guys you know from all different martial arts fighting against one another it's awesome it's awesome and if you like boxing it kind of gives you the boxing fix until a big boxing match comes up rich you could you could um agree to that right this has been oh yeah uh, you've been on the up and come up ufc for a while now too frank that fight's on yeah, yes, the third fight. It's the third fight. See?
1: What's up with the uh... Jimmy Rivera's on that card too. Oh wow. nice. Good card, man. It's Good a pay per view. Yeah. Stinks. Do you yeah. have any we gotta, uh... we
0: gotta chip in I gotta put my money on the table that night. Well, that would be nice. <laughs> huh? That'll be nice. Yes, definitely. But and that'll be Saturday. So Friday night we're gonna go out for Johnny um in Atlantic City. We'll be out there. The RDC crew will be out there. If if one of y'all notice us, shout us out. Definitely. I don't know if we got that started yet. But <laughs> never know. We could pretend. Never know. Um, that's everything we got, right?
2: Yeah, I was asking about the uh, Cody thing real quick. You got you got any more on that? Is he really leaving?
0: My, my just hearing. Here, I know you guys like reports, <laughs> so the report is is that he is not happy with Uriah Faber and what's kind of going on there since Justin Buckholz left. He hasn't won a fight since Justin, Justin Buckholz left. Um. And he wants to become a different type of fighter. You know, he wants to add to his game, which we've which been is- saying for a very long time. And I think he kind of wants to go back with Buckles, but how can he do that while being... And Buckles does not like Alpha Male. More and more are coming out about it. More and more, he doesn't like anything about what they're about. He, he really, you know, said a lot of things about them and... Just more is like that TJ situation of him leaving to me is like more makes more sense of like I needed to evolve. You guys are changing things up over here. I'm out. I think if Garbrandt leaves, you really got to say to yourself, like, well, what's going on over there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Two big guys, well, two big names. Yeah. If,
1: if Garbrandt leaves, it won't be bad blood. I don't think they just posted a picture like yesterday, Chad Mendez, oh, with yeah. all their, with their kids, with right? their kids. Yeah, and Uriah Faber got a fight coming up. Yep, yeah, so I think that may be to save him. His gym, though, I
0: feel like. Let me get out there. Let me get relevant again. Let me get things popping. Let me bring in some new blood. I don't think there would be a bad break with him and Cody because it doesn't seem like they're on. They would do that, but I don't think Uriah Faber does well with people wanting to leave at some point. And though still I be think affiliated it's like it's like
1: all right. I don't. I don't know what he thought was going to happen, right? Cool. Because you made a gym only for basically two weight classes. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're going to have to fight each other. Right. You're only two weight classes.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yes.
1: Yes. I think Team Alpha Male was a great idea when it was in the small developments. Remember, mm-hmm. it was like Uriah Faber and TJ Dillashaw and a, and a couple of other guys. Chad and Mendes. They were so close yeah. that they built their houses together and yeah. they trained together yeah. because they were like family. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But as it developed and more outside people came in, it, it kind of became something else. Mm-hmm. So now that people are leaving, I think you just have to be okay with that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. The more I hear about it, the more I'll let you guys know, the more we'll talk about Cody Garvin's situation. But episode 58, Respect the Chat Podcast, the Von Miller episode. Do you remember the Atlanta guy's name?
2: (laughs) William McGray. And that Atlanta guy. Um, 58, signing off. Peace.